I'm Shelby, and along with my husband Daniel, we are Vibe Creative. We're a husband and wife duo that provides photo and video for weddings and creative brands. We've worked in the wedding industry since 2013, and we absolutely love what we do. But it's not always picture perfect, which is why we're here. Our goal is to start a conversation about all things wedding related, from do's and don'ts as a wedding vendor, horror stories, hilarious moments, and more with the hopes of critiquing and improving how this industry can better do their job, bringing the focus back to the couple. And that's why we started this podcast, to serve as a resource not just for people who work in the wedding industry, but also for couples who are in the midst of planning their dream day. This is Unveiled with Vibe. Welcome, 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 everybody. Episode four. Four. We're doing it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. All right, this one's. This be is a, a spicy week. Oh man, strap in. We've got some things to say. Is it spicy? I think I it's a little, we'll a little spicy. We'll see how spicy it gets. It's like medium spicy. Yeah. Speaking of medium spicy, intro banter. <laughs> what? <laughs> what type of spicy sauce do you like? Oh, the spiciest. That's true. Del Taco. I'm a hot or Diablo. Whatever the one after hot I'm, is. You're the Del Taco. You're just mild all the way. Mild all the way. Unless it's Well, like, if we're if we're talking Del Taco, it's Del Inferno. That's the <laughs> correct we're name. We're literally showing how fat we are right now. No. Del Taco got us through the pandemic. That's which food got us through the pandemic. It's true. Which transitioning, <laughs> let's talk about the pandemic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. So in this episode, what do you want to talk about, Daniel? I think we want to cover kind of the pandemic, how it affected the wedding industry, shut it down, opened it back up, flooded it with new weddings, whatever. Mm -hmm. So how it's affected our lives and the lives of other wedding vendors and the kind of different responses to it that we've seen. On social media. On social media. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we'll kind of get into that. But I think first we should probably talk about how the pandemic affected us personally. Kind of give it context. Yeah. So 2020 was our year, said everyone ever. (laughs) 2020, Um, let's get it. And what did we get? We watched all of Game of Thrones in one month. I know, within a month, it was just That was March. March 2020, we watched all of Game of Thrones. We had nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we literally 2020, we wanted to be our year because this was our first full year of both of us being Mm full-time because I left my full-time job. Mid 2019. Yeah, middle 2019. So we were like, I can't wait to see what a full year of both of us doing this together is going <laughs> to yeah. be like. And then whoops, <laughs> pandemic. Yep. Um, yeah. So we we had a goal of doing two weddings a month, 24 in a year. We worked so hard, <sighs> so hard to get our weddings split up. Perfectly like, booked out. Perfectly every couple of weeks. So we didn't have any overlapping, too much editing in one month. Like we worked so hard for that. Mm-hmm. Like it was going to be a year of work-life balance yeah. and health and wonderfulness. and Literally said everybody ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and, and then it all went away. We, I don't remember how many weddings we shot, but no. I know our revenue from a business side, our revenue was down so, like 80%. Yeah, it was, it was insane. It was crazy. Uh, Unemployment got us through. Literally, year, yeah. For sure. And, and as then, we're postponing all these weddings with these brides and grooms, everything was booked for middle of 2021 Mm -hmm. because it was like oh we have a little bit of time after the pandemic hopefully it's gone by like december 2020 right lol here we are two years later one year later i don't even know time anymore who knows yeah 
so everything was booked in the middle of 2021. So we knew going into this year how crazy we were going to be, how busy, mm-hmm. how much work we were going to have ahead of us, which like yeah. great from a business standpoint. Yeah. It was needed for us to, you know, survive as a business and mm-hmm. very thankful for that and thankful that weddings are back up and happening. But the consequence of that is now we are crazy busy. And I say mm-hmm. we as in wedding industry as a whole. Um, yeah, not even just photo video. No, every, just everyone. every vendor. But leading into next year, it doesn't look like it's going to get much Apparently, easier. Apparently it's going to get harder Yeah, according. So I've got an article from the knot.com, which... You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're projecting that there's going to be 2.6 million couples getting married next year, okay. which is up from 2.2 million in 2021. Well, okay, so I don't, I don't even know these numbers. 2.2. 2.2 million weddings in 2021. Wow. And or no, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. 2019, 2.2 million pre-pandemic. Okay, pre-pandemic, 2.2. And then 2022, they're estimating 2.6 million. Wow. Which is, according to them, the most weddings since like the mid 80s. So strap up photographers, videographers. <laughs> it's about to get even busier. Strap up vendors. Vendors, everybody, yes. Everybody. Um, wow. So kind of our discussion today is like, what should our response be? Uh, how do you with, prep for that maybe? How do you prep for that as a business, as you know, personal and how do you kind of prep your brides for brides and grooms for what they should expect from you? Yeah. Um, because I think what we've seen online is a lot of posts about, you know, people asking for grace mm-hmm. because these are unprecedented times <laughs> and we're just struggling to make it through. You know, you you have seen these posts. You've you maybe follow, reshared these yeah. posts. We've reshared these posts as a business. Yeah, we have. Um, and... It's valid for sure. Like we we had to figure stuff out. We had to cancel plans with family and friends. To get people's photos and videos done on time. Exactly. Yeah. Shoot weddings and all that stuff. I think I think the core of this episode is I saw a vendor post a response to these responses of Hmm. 2020, 2021. And this specific vendor's response was I've seen a lot of these posts about like, give me grace, give me like your photos and videos are going to be late or they're overwhelmed with how many weddings have to coordinate this year. Whatever said vendor said, their response was basically like, get over it. Mm -hmm. Like you knew this was going to happen. You understood what you were getting into coming into this year. Do your job. Don't complain. Do your job. And my first reaction to that, which I didn't respond to this person's post, but I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, like we have so much work on our hands. I've never been so overwhelmed with how much editing, how much rescheduling, how much everything Mm -hmm. that I was like, excuse me, like we have a lot of work to do. And this specific vendor, their wedding day stopped. They were a coordinator, right? Yeah. Once the wedding day was over, they're done. They don't have anything else to do. That's when our job starts. That's when our job really starts. Like that's when the editing, the 40 to 50 hours sitting in front of your computer staring at one couple starts. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you can... Do so many weddings in a weekend, but let's say we did two in a weekend, which is, we don't like to do that, but yeah. let's say we did that. That's 80 hours of work that if we're doing that every single weekend, like that's... It just piles up. It just piles up and it gets so much. And then also you don't want to give someone's wedding day not enough creativity. I don't mm-hmm. know, your full creativity sitting at it in front of the computer. You don't want to be burnt out. You want to give them everything you got. 
to make their photos and videos perfect. So my first response to this was, whoa, you don't know what you're talking about. You're only looking at it from the coordinator standpoint. Mm -hmm. But I've also seen a lot of, I would, I would say mostly photographers and videographers within the last few months post, oh, give me grace. I feel like it's being overdone now. Yeah. Like this, we've seen these posts for a year now. Mm-hmm. And at this point, like on our end, the COVID postponements are gone. We've we've gone through all of those. Yeah. So at this point, you are either booking way too many weddings or you don't have your back end set up to where you can meet your deadlines on time. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of using this as an excuse to not fulfilling your contractual obligations, meeting your deadlines. Yeah. yeah. So. I think- they're like, I don't know, to me, it's like you're sitting there reposting all these other people's posts about, look how hard, like, this is how many weddings I've shot in the last two months. This is why my life is busy. Sure. Like, I get that. We've mm-hmm. done that. We've also posted our editing queue, which yeah. I don't know how to spell queue. Apparently, I spell it wrong every time. <laughs> Q-U-E. U-E. <laughs> Oops. But anyways, there, there's a point in time where like, okay, you've reshared five of these in the last, I don't know, five weeks. Mm-hmm. Why are you on social media? go edit those photos. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. That's, that's the, I guess, cynical part of me or like the yeah. part of me, like get, go do your job. But I don't know. There's so, there's only so much you can see from like the other standpoint, like, I don't know, from yeah. on social media. To me, I, my natural response is kind of that coordinator's response where it's like, don't make an excuse. Just mm-hmm. do your job. You have a contractual deadline. Mm-hmm. You meet that. Yeah. And I know that's not, realistic and like I I our our struggle is like I need to give myself more grace and you mm-hmm. remind me of that all the time because I get super stressed out if I miss a single deadline. And there's there's good and bad aspects to that. I don't know. If if that's all I'm seeing from someone's feed of like oh, I'm so busy and COVID really had an impact on me. It's like learn to adapt. Like if it's January 2022 and you're still backlogged from like October. Or like, I don't know, September. It's not COVID's fault. It's your that's fault. That's your fault. Yeah. You're booking Which, way too many weddings, whatever. I don't know. That That's, I don't, sure, that could be the case. But I think the most frustrating part is like we've had a lot of our close friends get married in, the in this year. In the past few years. Well, no, not in the past few In this year. Hmm. And they haven't gotten their photos and videos back in the contracted timeline. Mm-hmm. And those vendors haven't communicated that to them. Mm-hmm. That's... I think the worst part, because we, speaking from experience, Daniel and I from Vibe Creative, we have given photos and videos back, not in the contracted obligated time. Oh, yeah. We've That's missed true. plenty of deadlines. We're not saying that we've hit every single deadline. That's not the case here. It's being in contact with your couple, being, telling them like, hey, I'm so sorry. Something came up, whatever. Life happens. That's not an excuse to not get your stuff done on time. Like you literally signed a contract. They could take mm-hmm. you to small claims court. That's the crazy part. Like, it's not just like, oh, they signed something online on HoneyBook that I sent to them. Like, no, be in contact with them. Tell them like, hey, this is your next step in line. I'm so sorry. Do something for them. Do something extra. Give them more photos. Give them, like, I don't know, do something for them. At least talk to them because the frustration we're seeing from our side is, or from like our friends, our friend side is they have to reach out to Mm -hmm. their vendors to figure out where the heck their photos and videos are. Right. It's not okay. If you don't have time to reach out to your couples, that's bad. Yeah, it's you don't want to leave your client with radio silence until week 18 and then your photos are here and like act as if nothing happened. Yeah. I think 
our kind of critique is like, you need to be proactive about being transparent mm-hmm. with your clients. If, yeah. if you're looking ahead, like mapping out your schedule, like, oh, this week I'll do this one, this week I'll do this wedding. And then, yeah, I'm behind, but I know when I'm going to get this wedding done. Then you shoot them an email. It's like, hey, sorry, your wedding video or photo is going to be a little bit late. But mm-hmm. rest assured, I'm working on it and I want to give it the time it deserves. There's ways you can word it so that your client, your couple still feels valued and appreciated. Yeah. yeah. And then they won't be as mad that their stuff is coming late. Yeah. Because they, they all, I mean, from our perspective, they being our friends, they being our brides and grooms, know how busy we've been. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to be the one to rush their photos and videos to being done. No. Like that's no one wants that because they one, they want good photos and videos and two, they care about you as a vendor and as a friend that they're not going to pressure that. Yeah. It's just on you to set those expectations. It is on you as a vendor. And don't feel bad to reach out and ask for an ETA. Yeah. And as a vendor, if you get those emails and we get those all the time and we have to fight getting frustrated, like put yourself in their shoes. They're looking at the contract and they're expecting it then. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't said anything, don't get mad at them for reaching out. Yeah. And that should light a fire under your butt to get your job done. Yeah. Like it, it's tough. It's obviously a complex issue. Which is we just spicy. It's by it's Dell Inferno. <laughs> and we've seen this with a lot of different vendors. It's not like Yeah. There there's there's a lot of this in the, in right. the industry. We just we mostly call out photographers and videographers on this podcast because that's who we are. Yeah. And that's what we see. Mm-hmm. Um and again, we've posted those stories kind of saying like, we're so busy, we're sorry, whatever, pray for us, give us grace, blah, 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 all that stuff. But if but you're just stopping all- it at that and you're not communicating with your actual paying clients, mm-hmm. then that's an issue. Yeah. Like communicate with them, let them know where they're at in the process. We've stayed up multiple late nights to get people's stuff done to them, especially like before Christmas. I don't know. I wanted as many couples as I could to have their stuff before then, mm-hmm. which is it, hard. Yeah. And realistically we didn't get as many done before Christmas as we would have liked to but sure, yeah that's just that it is what it is mm-hmm. and but we're still in the contracted time frame like nothing right. right now of course which is the case yeah so looking forward to 2022 and beyond if you're still backlogged with an editing queue I think it's time to rethink like raise your prices and book less mm-hmm. hire an intern to do some culling for you or outsource some of your, you know, more medial like tasks. Yeah. That way you can focus on meeting your deadlines. Change your contract to not. Or just simply change your contract. Yeah. Like like, let's do four months. And yeah, that may, usually we found that delivery time is not a deciding factor on whether someone books or not. Yeah. It might be like, oh, that's a long time, but I still love your work. So I'm willing to wait for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's an easy one from moving forward. If there's no way you can change your, your backend yeah, business workflow, the to do it, yeah. then yeah, set, Just change, change your expectations contract, yeah. moving forward. Yeah. But if you agree. Under promise over deliver. Right. That totally. was like one of the first things people told me when starting the business, like mm-hmm. under promise to your clients and over deliver. Yeah. Wow. We honestly, I feel like, I don't even know if it portrayed over the microphones, but I felt Oh, heated talking about that. I, I don't know. It makes me mad. What was that? I felt a little heated talking about <laughs> okay, that. You went. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're talking to Parker. 
So yeah, that's basically kind of where we want to leave it off. Um, I hope it's helpful. I hope if you're offended by that, then I don't know, grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, meet your deadlines, but also be realistic with your clients and yourself and have a work-life balance. It's simple. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to like break that down a little bit, but honestly, that's, that's about it. That's it. Tried and true formula. You heard it here first, folks. First or last? Del Inferno. Oh my God! Sponsored by Del Taco. If we get, <laughs> please. No, we would. No. Yes. We would gain so much weight. Del Inferno. Oh, stop whispering. People are gonna sign out and never come back on. Adios. 